departing route from New York to Philadelphia via 95 South. Proceed to the Cross Bronx Expressway. Good luck. Hello? Are we live? Hello? Is this thing working? Oh, oh okay. Nobody's going to talk. I'm, I'm here. Welcome to the show. We're on episode four. And, uh, you know, we're still obviously learning, but we wanted to touch in with a little bit of extra flavor in your ear. I got my boy over here, Mr. Concrete Outlaws. Of course, you know him, Robbie D's Nuts. Good morning. Mr. Casting Catch himself in his dirty apartment over there. He's spreading the love with that sign. Say hello, Lukey. What do you want to do? Good morning. What do you want to do? How you doing? Yo, yo, Robbie D's, let me ask you. You, you had to touch on the, the old school with the fucking hat over there, looking like you just came off the boat? I uh, I had to drop it. You know? This is the, this is the snow, this is a snow removal hat, right? This is when we got snow. I, I thought Giuseppe, it was because Uncle, we had my boy here. When we get a snow, Uncle, Uncle Giuseppe? Giuseppe. Uncle Giuseppe come out with the shovel. Oh! And you know what Uncle Giuseppe say? He's smacking you right in the fucking ass. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I, I think I got to turn to my brother Murray over here. Uncle Murray, Mr. Junior, how yes, are you? Sir. I'm very yes. well. Thank you for uh, having me and, <laughs> and put me on show and make me famous. I appreciate everything very much. Oh, oh my God. Yes, Junior is my uh, adopted Jewish brother over here. Yes, Mazel Tov. I, I remember back then when we were young boys, we used to play with each other's curls. It was very good. Dreadle, dreadle, dreadle. Um, yes, of course. Of course. Most of you don't know, but I know Mr. Junior was, uh, you know, a little bit of a staple for the Long Island, you know, 2000s, 2010s, Mr. Large Car. We were... Because uh, the ball has been now. You know, but uh, most famously, he was for his uh, karaoke. Unfortunately, that will always be my thought of him. Hold on one second. But we got we, someone, someone's, you know, uh, someone's dialing in here. Who's that? Mike's Volvo sent the video in. Yeah. <laughs> that, you guys get the sign falling? <laughs> what do you want to do? Oh, no way. That one's trash. I wanted you to find the most, the most awkward, embarrassing one. It's funny that his head is bopping in the background. He's also singing it still. Yeah, boy, come on. He, he ain't ashamed. Now. He ain't ashamed. <laughs> Hell no. That's a jam right there. You want the one with the nipple. I know. Yeah, he, that's what he wanted. Yeah, he wanted the, the one old, with the nipple. That's the OG one. Yeah, of course. You know, me and Junior were always doing the truck show scene. You know, he was a big shot back then. I was a little guy. You know, I was I was rolling around with my little shitbox trucks. You that's know, right, trying to do that thing. It's all right. You know. But, up uh, you know, getting, them, getting them numbers down on track. I remember. Oh, yeah. Trying to race them single <laughs> axles down the block. You know. <laughs> I was trying to squeeze squeeze a dollar out of a dime with yeah. my, my uh, 1997 International with its stacks and the paint and the big chrome Peterbilt bumper I had made fit on an International. <laughs> All that shit. You know, I looked like a pure rat. But I was a 21-year-old fucking owner-operator trying to make I a mean, big deal out of myself. I mean, not for not, your truck looked like his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, one, cuz. Uh, old me is fucking... Old me is embarrassed. But it is what it is. Yeah. We... I wanted to, you know, bring Junior on as a little extra flavor. You know, I, I know me and Robbie can be, you know, the hardball of the show. And we got Mr. Goofball uh lukey but uh luke is the most positive person in the world yeah. and i needed to bring my positivity that i know in over here just to touch <laughs> yeah. base with I'm us mr mr life is good over here how how is uh life good over there which is one of our topics you know relocating 
and, and trying different areas because, you know, us for New Yorkers, everybody jumps down to Florida and then they're back oh, in six months. Exactly. There's no work down there. Listen, but as, as long as you're willing to make the sacrifice and there's going to be sacrifices in it, whether it's family, friends, my biggest issue of food, you know, there's more to life than just New York than the tri-state area. Let's say that, you know, in a wholesome, but I'm a little bit of a food expert. Yeah, come on, Ralphie. Shout out to Crossroads Cafe, exit 48 of the Expressway. But, um, you know, it, it's really, it really just comes down to the quality of life. And I've been out of business now about six years. When I closed up shop, I said to myself, it's time to have quality of life. It's time to enjoy everything that I work for. Enjoy life. Because, you know, as, as we all know, in this industry, you lose people faster than you like to you really would like to admit you know i mean shit, the industry has lost so many legends in, in the in the whole industry so recently that it, you know it's mind-blowing and and it's really got to be a realization that like you guys doing this podcast hey i applaud you you know what try to do a different avenue try to do something that's fun that's exciting and that you like to do you know um or you know the same way get off the island you know for your kids for yourself you know Listen, I moved to fucking DFW. Uh, I I think the traffic followed me. I got some, just as much traffic here as I do there. I you hear know, it, man. I hear that all the time about incredible. that place. It's incredible. And it's Stupid. funny because it's like five lanes wide, right? It's fucking huge. And every, the problem is, is everybody's doing 90. I don't even understand how this traffic because everybody's doing I can handle 90. 90. But, you know, I also, I live in Fort Worth and I work in South Dallas. I'm, I'm going from one side of town to the other. So... Right now, the situation is kind of like my own fault. Um, but what also comes with the, with traffic is construction and building and growing. And, <laughs> and Luki, uh, let me let me pause you, Luki. You know, everybody <laughs> may be just anymore. listening to this right yeah. now, and you haven't seen the video yet. Luke is slouched over in the back of his freaking little couch that he's got, like a child being scalded by his parents because no. he just snuck in at 2 a.m. No. reeking of weed. Um, when, up, when is Redman, when is Method Man and Redman going to walk in with blunts right now? I mean, <laughs> Let me explain something to you. I'm all hopped up on fucking Dayquil, okay? I'm high out of my mind. I'm just trying to listen to Cuzzo talk. Give me a fucking break. It's just like you want to be here. Cause I do want to be here. I don't want to be dying in a fucking blue. Cause you understand? I look a fucking mess. God damn! I've been sipping on that lean. You know how much nightclub I've taken in the last two days? It's coming out of my fucking pores. Little boy got a little COVID over here. He's crying. I got Vicks vapor on my fist. You know, yeah, back in my day of COVID, we would just fucking eat an orange and go back to work. Fucking horrible. I'm enjoying this. A good story. Bro, man. Like, yeah. This is life, brother. We were, you know, it, it's pretty much we're stuck in this area. You know, New York City and nothing. We don't get to see the nice largey cars and stuff. You know, you're now out there in the nice land. You know, people don't have to worry about. You know, pot uh, uh, a little. May, they may have some potholes, but know, they don't have craters. You know what the difference here is? Is that a sand pit is fucking a thousand fucking acres. So you're driving on a dirt road for three miles before you get to the quarry, or until you get to the sand pit, or until you get to the you know the rock pile, whatever you get, whatever you're picking up. So the trucks do. They definitely do take uh, beating on the dirt roads out here. But I mean, as far <laughs> as far as the large truck scene, it's here. Don't get me wrong. But it's also a whole different vibe. Like, you know, you go to Miami, you got the, the freight shakers and sleeper trucks pulling, you know, the little baby freight uh, uh, dump trailers, you know, 30-foot axle with a 20-foot body. And then here you've got sleeper trucks. Like, you can just take your, your freight liner, FLD, or whatever you want, hook it up to a dump trailer, and these guys are running them. You guys got to run studio sleepers with dump trailers. It's It's incredible. But it's, well, it's also because it takes a full day to get across Texas, so you need a sleeper. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> you gotta take a half way and get a thick nap. But, I mean, back to relocation and, and really, man, I'll tell you, it's not just here, it's just anywhere. You know, New Yorkers and, and the Tristan area people, 
you get so trapped in what you know. I just went to pizza. I went for pizza over here in a small town. It's called Cedar Hill. And the guy's from the Bronx. Moved out here 17 years ago. Started the pizzeria. And he said to me, the first thing he said, he's like, it's, there's so many places once you get out of there. You know, it's like you get stuck and your mindset gets stuck where all you know is this, this, you know, oh, ultimate side parking. You gotta, mm. you know, you gotta do this. You gotta deal with that, the traffic. You know, you got to deal with all that, but that's not the dead end. It's, that's not the end of the road. You know, there's, there's so many options. To go to Florida and die like every other New Yorker, why? You know, it's obviously, there's a lot of other places. I chose Texas because I don't like the snow. I hate snow. I'm done. I don't want to plow. I don't want to do any of that bullshit anymore. I'm done. Take that hat and throw it in the garbage because I'll never snow plow again. <laughs> you know? Hey, they, get, they get fucking one inch and they're dying over that's there. That's it, though. baby. Listen. The whole state shut down. The whole state. That's it. Snow day, ice day. You stay home. They're like Luke's date. They get one inch and they got to go to bed. (laughs) You know it. You already know. The bumps and the ranches, though. Ooh. How you doing? But, you know, as far as relocating, I, I, you know, I think there's a lot more to offer. Unless you have a family business or something that you really, something that grounds you if you got a city job, a state job. You know, even one of my best friends moved. He was in a union, 282, you know, had his time in, vested, and he decided that was right for his family. He moved to Arizona. He's doing great. You know, I mean, shit, he's making more money there than he was in New York. And he's got a beautiful house. And I mean, shit, I don't know if he's ever been to Arizona, but it's absolutely beautiful. You know, there is no snow in Phoenix. You know, uh, it depends on where you, what you want out of life. But really, there's more than just that area in life. And that's yeah. really the big picture. You know, for me, it's the, the, the lifestyle. I, I, I'm a crack fiend when I go out of state. I, I You know, I walk into the gas station. I walk into the gas station. Everybody's just, you know, they're at half pace. You walk up to the girl at the counter, and she's slowly ringing, and she's interviewing the person there she's like how's your mom how's your dad it's like no care in the world and i'm just like drunk already let's I'm gonna, go i want to cut you on this okay so there's a there's a coffee spot right across the street dutch brothers love it great coffee so every time that you go there or even starbucks does it but when you get there and you pull up to the window to get your shit they're like in your window like hey <laughs> what are you doing today like you have any plans for your thing Hey, how's your morning? Yeah, everything coming all right when you shit. Like, why are you in my face? How's your grandma? How's the bunions doing? Why are you asking all me? Why are you asking all these (laughs) questions? Get get away from me. Are you going to rob my house? Are you following me? Are you are you staking me out right now? You know, I know in New York, it's how you doing is not a fucking how is not a question. It's just a greeting. They don't give a fuck how you're doing. Fuck you, exactly. That's like oh, holding a door for someone. Someone's saying thank you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, hold yeah, your breath. Yeah. Hold your breath. But I can say is that I know what you're saying. Like, but that's that North Carolina. That's the South Carolina. That's even parts of Florida. I tell you, out here, it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fort Worth, I there's cowboys and Indians outside. You know, I mean, you go outside my door and there's there's land with horses and and and, and guys with cowboy boots and cowboy hats all day long. But you also go to Dallas and it's very hip and it's very, you know, it's it's very liberal and it's very up and coming and and you know that's what was in my head thinking you know i wanted to ask you how's the how's how did how were you received you know you most of those i hear from people in texas is you know keep your california out of out of my texas and you know you being a new yorker they're going to view you as the same you know they they see us new yorkers as straight liberals they don't Once they you know, learn that and they see that, you know, what your real intentions are like, I mean, shit, I was here as fast as I was here. I, I got my license. and I got my I got my character permit, even though you don't need a character permit here. You know, it's your God given right. You, you have a license. You go to a store and, and you're, you know, you're locked and loaded. And I, and, you know, it is a different vibe, 100 percent. And I like that Texas still stands for it. It still stands for itself. It still it still stands for your rights. It's still, it, it's still about America. Man, it must but, be nice know. to be allowed to own a gun. Uh, PA gun laws are super we'll, lax. We'll too. touch on that one a little later. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
you know, just spraying the bitches all over the street, man. But yeah, you know, bringing it that back and other thing was the, the large car scene, the truck show scene. Obviously, I'm going to remind you asses, I got my truck show April 14th. But the thing is, is that like the truck show scene around here, not mostly the Northeast, but maybe a little bit of Jersey and whatnot. Everybody just treats it like it's a job, like it's work, like you have to shine your shit and all that stuff. But when you go out there and, you know, maybe even that the Gear Jammer show and whatnot, you're getting that relaxed vibe. Everybody knows each other and they're not just shit talking each other behind their backs. And that's what I want my thing to be like. I'm not charging for people to pull their parking lot in. I only, you know, throw me, I'm charging if you want to get judged, and that's just going money back in my pocket towards the money I spent on the trophies. That's about it. And there's no just, first just place, second place. It's it's like a top 20, and nobody yeah. – it's not participate. It's top 20 out of the group, and, you know, that's it. Gotcha. Yeah, so yeah. that there's no saying my shit was better than yours. I want it to be that back the way it was, you know, when you had your well, show at say, that place, I want it to yeah. feel like that. That back in the day right, just right. showed up to hang out, and well, that's, that's it. it. You know, I mean, there was a, a good group of us, and I mean, social media. I mean, even in those days, you know, it was still the beginning. I remember when East Coast Large Cars came around, and it, it was the highlight of my day to get home, to sign on, to go onto the forums, to see what somebody posted, or to see what pictures somebody uploaded of a project that they were building. And Richie was big with, you know, implementing charity and fundraisers and you, you know you meet up in a parking lot with a couple of trucks and and it wasn't even about you know it wasn't about any of that it was just um it was more it was more the, the journey to get there it was more about giving back and you know just getting together and keeping the camaraderie between the industry you know keeping the industry yeah. locked. i don't know if it was because i was young in there but whatever it just it felt a lot better than now and yeah. We got to, you know, Robbie, especially I'm going to bring up the greatest parking lot truck show that we had. That wasn't even the show. The show was supposed to be drag racing. Yep. Uh, E-Town. Yep. One of the greatest things people would. I I spent sometimes I was spending three days straight awake (laughs) getting trucks ready. And the show was on Saturday and showing up Friday and it started getting a little bit of annoying, but there was also a, a party there. You'd show up at oh. three o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. And meanwhile, Stop there's already a hundred trucks at the gate waiting, yeah. you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had a big barbecue I had made, you know, me and junior would just go in there. I, uh, actually the one year had snuck in the back of an, uh, a big sponsor's dump truck, went in there with a hundred cones and, Took a whole bunch of spots, and uh, we just grilled and drank and hung out, and that was like the rain that day too. You know, I'm going to be a hundred years old, and I'll be whatever, whatever age I am in the retirement home. And I remember this when I was a kid, and my grandkids, (laughs) yeah, sure, Grandpa, sure, diesel smoke. What is that? You know, that was my Tesla doesn't have diesel. I say we donate the money from the truck show to the migrants. What do you want to do? Just Yo, lean back like, on the couch. Can you, like, kick him out of here? Lean back on the couch. I just wanted to say something. I just had to say something. that came out of his head. You know, my last show there, I went with the Kenworth from a company I was driving for. And, um... And Mr. Robbie over here was driving for another comp. Well, he wasn't driving for nah, them. He just was just good friends up there out in Queens. I think I he was took with, the truck. Um, and then we pulled up. You were with the baby blue frame. Yeah, I think I was. I think I, I was working in the union, but I think I just took the truck to the show. I want to see if I could pull up a picture of it. I think I got it here. Right, right, right. I mean, that was the last time I went to the show, too. I think I was with you. Yeah, little That's what I wanted Richard. to say. We literally pulled up to the, we pulled up the drag race. They're like, you ready? You ready? Robbie's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. We pulled up to the line just to get the fucking picture that they take. Yeah. I, they I still take have that the picture, picture right there yep. at the tree and I shit yep. with the little raceway thing. And then we did like 30 miles an hour down the track. Yeah. That Slowest was it. time of the day. Yeah. Hey, listen, then it was, you got uh, like the, 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 um, 
the what what are the um the Portuguese guys? They go f- ape shit for that oh, stuff, the, man. The, the guy from they down got in Jersey. the, the Scania's with yeah. the seven thousand horsepower. Yeah, yeah, the man. Jetpacks and shit. They had the fucking yeah. the, the, the jet on the back of the truck. Yeah, jetpack trucks. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's dying. That stuff's dying. You know, it it's is. it's. And, it, you know, I get it. We all want to make money and stuff. But it's like even if those older guys had kept on to the things, because guaranteed Elizabeth Truck Center probably paid like not Elizabeth Truck Center. I'm sorry. Um, E-Town probably didn't pay much for that property back in the day when it was farmland. They no. made a shit ton of money selling the place. I, they, they, I mean, it wasn't just a truck show. I mean, it was a drag racing. It was everything. I mean, realistically, yeah. probably the, the truck show was the, the least of their wor- you know, their worries. I mean, that's why it is. It, I mean, it is. They're still trying to keep it alive. They're trying to make it, you know, the E Town just relocate to a different area. I know Hot Rigs is putting a show on at Sussex. Sussex. I know that, you know, Gear Jammer is a, a great show. You know, I yes, mean. Gear Jammer, I think, is putting on it. He's putting on a nice show, you know, and he's also, you know. He's growing. Every he's doing the, uh, you know, the, the money goes straight to charity and stuff. And, you know, but it's. It's that people can go and feel comfortable, and that's that's what they need to feel like again. And it's just yeah. not. Well, that, you know, I, I, I like Carlisle, I but that. you go to Carlisle and they got all these big shots running the thing like they don't even care. It's just a business to them, you know. Well, not not saying nothing bad on though. them, just using it as an example. But I just want to come back to basics, you know. Back to basics, Absolutely. you know. Hang out, do your thing. Get lost. I think that that's what you need to do just for the Long Island guys. I don't think you need to really focus too much yeah. on uh, I'm trying to get the, the New York City tri-state guys. Right. Right. I'd really love for some of the Pennsylvania, the 717 guys, all them, a yeah. little bit of Connecticut guys, whatever. They don't want to cross the bridge, I understand. But, you know, just come out and see how it is. I want yeah. to see how this first show goes. I'm hanging out in my own parking lot. If it goes bigger than that, then we will see towards fall. Or right, next so year. Right. And I'll, I'll do a little bit bigger. But it's it's a lot of things is, you know, you get a lot of animosity when the same guys keep winning over and yeah. over and over again. And it's just like, I you mean, know, so that's why I said, I'll just do a 20. Top 20. Nobody can you know say they're better than the others. You know, I, and I, I can and, still and, go around and critique your shit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, now you got to park in the street. Sorry, buddy. But you know, no. No one, like, no, one ever, no one will ever like favoritism. And that's why. Even at my show, the one on the horse block, that I the judges actually were from Boston. So, you know, they were friends yeah. of mine and, and they were from Boston and, and shout out to Dave and whatever. But, you know, those guys, they didn't know anyone. They didn't know a single truck on, on the lot. So it's not that they were choosing. That, that was a genuine, you know, those were genuine decisions made for those people that won. And I know that TS won and there was a lot of like, Hate on the TS truck, which that came out, and that was the blue, the blue, uh, the blue truck that was on the 2006 frame, you know, whatever it was, and, and a lot of people were complaining that, you know, it's brand new and, and he paid for it, but it was the build of the truck as well, you know. I mean, shit, you build your own trucks, you know what it's like, you know. Yeah. It, it's it's I understand what you're saying, and I agree completely, and that's why well, like, when we did the, the day in the Cathedral Pines, it was very mellow and. And a great time, that you know, was, like that was that's so, one of the best fucking times, you know. That was like it didn't feel like a truck. It was just to come hang out, and I want that right. back, man. I want right. that back. I miss Even, that. That was the day of of all days, you know. And we had everyone with the family and the kids, and you know, yeah, that's the are, other the things, you know. There. Sometimes there's so much animosity between people; they don't want to, you know, just come around and hang out, and, right? You and know, mingle. and they don't want to. Even the last truck mingle. show. The last truck show out here on Long Island, it, you know, she puts on a good show and whatnot, but, and I was a little busy. So I just showed up, just me walking around, you know, just walk around and come out, hang out, even if you can't bring the truck, you know, that's all it is. It, you that's, know, we want it. that. It's about yeah, the family it. life. It's about the yeah. industry. Me and the no. kid just doing the thing. You and that's what talking, it needs to. You guys are talking, sorry to cut you off. You guys are talking about the, the you know, other drivers and, and, you know, you got to think also, you, know, you got to give these guys credit that even, you know, we're say we're getting older in the industry now, but think about the guys that, that, you know, are older than us that would wear polished boots and, and tuck their shirts in and pearl snap shirts and, and have their hair done. And, you know, 
think about how they feel with now industry of sweatpants and sneakers. And, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's really about keeping the industry alive and keeping it genuine to what it was. And it was about, you know, camaraderie between drivers and families and, and keeping everything together like that. You know, back when there was the rodeos and stuff like that, truck rodeos, you know, it was, it was a big yeah. thing. You won a trophy for actually knowing how to drive, not pretending like a driver because you'll yeah. hold a fucking steering wheel and push speed. Even yeah. in the record yeah. space, there was a. Uh, you know, was it, a... it was. It's like that. You used to be able to show up to a uh, a truck stop, and it was a, a little tiny mini truck show going on. These guys right. were talking to each other, not right. just like not just silently judging row. each other. Right. The back row at Midway was a was a party. You know, like you know those guys. You never even met each other, and you meet up there on a on a Sunday night, and you end up trucking from from Pennsylvania to Florida together. You know, and and it was. You know, you stop together, you look out for each other, and, and that's what it's about. And that's what I think that your truck show, sh you know, is, is going to have a lot of is, is that, you know, supporting each other and keeping it together. And, and, you know, a lot of things can happen that way, you know, even for the industry and for, you know, rates and, as, and, and you know, a lot further than just the one day. You know, your podcast alone, you know, you guys can put a lot of future, a lot of information out into the industry and get a lot going on you know to, to bring it back into what it used to be yeah Can we're I, not uh, trying to go ahead i haven't no, i just wanted to touch on what junior was saying about like the camaraderie thing like i noticed since that group chat the new york guys like are way more helpful than dudes that are in my local area so like a few months ago i smoked the fucking uh the airlines off of uh my low boy by accident with a with a boom and uh, the first two people that hit me up, one was Zach. He was going to drive down and help me fix the fitting. And then Tony Baloney called me because I was having a, like an anxiety attack because my boss is like, dude, you're on your own. And fucking Tony Baloney walked me through the whole thing on how to fix it. So I and like I had an incident a few, few like a week and a half ago at work and I was like having an anxiety attack. And Tony was like, you can move up here, live on my couch. I'll get you a job and we'll get I you. I think he of volunteered my couch too. He did volunteer yeah. Mike's yeah. couch as if, as if like, <laughs> he did. He's like, you stay on Mike's couch. Shout out to but, Tony Baloney coming through. <laughs> but I think Mike would let me stay on the fucking shop couch. You know what I mean? But absolutely. Listen, where you, you know what? The hundred, I, I've, it's happened before and I'm not going to say who, I mean, you know, there was a company around father and son thing and, and there was a guy from upstate, he came down and he was here and, you know, whatever, you know, to get him set. He stayed at his apartment for like three months, yeah, you know, but, and it's, yeah. it's, it's no sweat off our backs. You know, it's, it's exactly what I'm saying is it's the camaraderie and, and it's and it's instilling that, you know, I, I, I've been listening to the podcast. I really don't know you. This is my first time meeting you. But yeah. I see that you're new in the industry. I've been in this since I was born. I'm third yeah. generation. This is what I live. This is what I breathe. You know, but someone your age and how long you've been in the industry, it's great to see that you have that outlook and that you're actually still getting it. You know, you're still yeah. seeing the big picture where, you know, a lot of these other guys these days, it's it's more about jake breaking and, you know, and popping gears rather than what it's really about. Yeah. Of course. I love but, the industry. I love what I do. Um, and like I said, these guys that like all the New York guys, dude, like. I, like you left New York and like, to be honest, after becoming friends with like Robbie and Tony and Mike, I would move to Long Island. I know that sounds stupid to you. Cause like you left it, but to me, yeah, I just, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but like, it's just for me, I like the city. It's the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. But, yeah. No doubt. You're young. I'm, I'm 40 and married. So yeah, so, well I'm 30. You no, know, it's, so it's like, I just think that, these guys have always been there. Like if like fucking Robbie, I've called him panic attack, basically to Tony Baloney, same thing. And they're always like, just chill. Yeah, well, touching yeah. on that. Remember the time, you know, as much as I bust Tony's balls and all these other things and, you know, whatever talk shit. When he was driving onto the parkway that time, wasn't I having my own panic attack trying to tell him oh, yeah. what to do? And then yeah. said, hey, you better not tell nobody I was nice. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's just one of those things like 
I'm going to tell everybody. Mike's told me to have a panic attack plenty of time. Shh. Well, <laughs> I, just, I got medication for that now. I just think it's good because, like, you, the normal stereotype of, like, New York people is, like, they get the fuck away from me thing. Unless, I guess, if they like you. But, I mean, Mike right. has helped me get through Brooklyn before. I've called him at, like, like 9 o'clock at night. He was probably I've wanted to block stuff. his number multiple times. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just to me, like, I do love that, like, that Tony was, like, like, Tony is, like, not a big fan of, like, me changing jobs. Like, he, well, I'm, but I like where advice. I'm at. Yeah, that's like, I, yeah, I like where I'm at now. But Tony was, like, yo, I think you should have stayed where you were. But as soon as that incident happened last week and I was freaking out, he's, like, dude, just move up here. He's like, just move up here and we'll figure it out. We'll get well, you an apartment. It's not just New York. And, and, and I know, like, again, I, you're kind of still wet behind the ears. But the yeah. more that you get into it, the, the more that you really dig deep into this and, and and you take it for what it's worth, there's a lot of people. I mean, I, you know, I have a lot of followers on Instagram and it happens, you know, just kind of a fluke. But you know what happens is, is that, you know, with the with the truck shows and stuff like that, you really there's only so many people that really have the heart and really have what it what it takes to go and travel the country and to go to all these different shows and to meet all these different people and and it ends up really becoming a family. And you'll see, like you know, I got guys, from, you know, everyone. We're gonna shout out to Seven One Seven again, but those guys. You know, sometimes they come to Brooklyn or sometimes they come to Long Island. They'll hit me up for trap. You know, hey, how, what time should I get in? What time should I get out? You know, yeah. I mean, I know plenty of times that it goes it goes the same way. You go into PA and you're moving a machine and you're like, where the fuck? How do I get here? How do I get there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I really think that social media helped a lot with that. You know, like a lot of these groups where, you know, even with your guys' group text, you know, think about how, how big that became and how much that helped, you know, down the line, how many people, it, you know, domino affected with, you know, it's, it's, it's really, a lot of people don't realize how, how big this, how big this small industry is, but, you know, back to what Mike's trying to, to get to with the drug show is, you know, that's it. Like that's, you got to keep that live, you know, you can't let it die because we all, obviously you're saying that you would move to Long Island because of this industry, you know, like it, it means more right. to a lot of people than people don't really recognize. Yeah. Not much cutting off of every opportunity to network, you know, yeah. especially now with starting a new business up, you know, I saved everybody's numbers and whatnot and just called and reaching out this, this and that, you know, keeping it alive and not, you know, blocking any type of just talking to somebody you never know you know, that little bit of help, like it did help me with the trailer, you know, that little bit of help, you know, you never really thought about giving this guy some help and insight and whatnot would pay back in such a big way. You know, you never right. know. You never you know. know. It's just, and it, and we, it's we come never, off about, as assholes, right but now. it's, I mean, I come right off, I come yeah, off as an asshole. Jerk off. Well, I, Somebody's you, gotta do you it. know me in person. Especially now with this whole low bed, low light fucking Instagram thing. Bro, people come up to me and in my head, I'm like, I don't want to come off as an asshole. But I'm like, what do I say? What do I say? What do I do? What do I do? Uh, 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 I, I, it's like, just be yourself. But yet in my head, I'm like, oh, you know, one kid came up to me. He's like, oh, you're an inspiration. This, this and that. I got into the trucking for this and that. And I'm just like, uh, okay. Meanwhile, it's like I could have been more positive, but in my head, I'm like nervous as fuck because I don't know what to say. Exactly. And it's weird. It's fucking it's, weird to me. Well, I'm not judging them. Way. I'm judging myself there. Right. Well, that exactly. plays you saying I'm too positive. Whereas, like, I'll text you. I'll text Baloney. I'll text Robbie. I'll be like, yo, fucking, you know, you guys are doing what you got to do, whatever. And uh, I, I just am like that simply because of the fact that you guys, a lot of stuff goes a long way. Like, yeah, one yeah. thing you might not think about for sure. Well, one thing Mike, Mike, might, might, uh, Mike might not think about is a few months ago, I was talking about bringing my daughter with me to work a couple of days during the summer. And a couple of the guys in the group chat were like, Oh, if that's all your daughter's got to look forward to. You got to do better, whatever. Mike made a point to talk to me about it on the phone. He's like, fuck them. 
if you want to take your kid with you, who the fuck cares? And right. I'm like weird. I'm like, I got a lot of blind loyalty. Like I'll follow these two dudes into fucking battle. You know what I mean? Just off a of simple shit like that. Because that, that meant a lot to me to be like, yo, like you're being the best dad you could be. Fuck well, that's the way it is, you know, because yeah. And I'm going to because I've watched Mike from the top to the bottom, back to the top. I've seen him everywhere in between. And one thing that I will always, always, till the day I die, is give him credit for how good of a dad he is. And for all the pressure and for all the outside stress, that man right there, he always stood his ground. He always did what he had to do for his family and for his kids. And there's no one that can ever take that away from him. I don't care who you are. He might be in a low bed, low life. He might be whatever you want. But he is a stand-up guy, and he's a great dad. I'll second that. Anybody that's like anyone that, you know, if you treat your kids that way, then I'll take my shirt, my pants, and my shoes off for you. You know, that's just – yeah, deserve it. And and that's the same thing with with what I'm saying is about paying it forward. You know, it's all about paying it forward. Way to make me feel awkward again. Shut up, Mike. Take a compliment, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah, no, I well that's that's, that's the thing people. is is you know, no. your your kids in my eyes, and I, I don't really talk about it much as social media and in the public, you know, I am I have custody of my two sons. My son is older and he has cerebral palsy. My little guy, well, not so much now because he's getting a little older, but I was always his I hero of everything. So that's why when I say to Lukey, it's like, fuck what they think. You're, you're worried about what she thinks. Yeah, you yep. want what all these guys, I see guys, What the other guy we're, we're friends with out of Pennsylvania, Ed, his son idolizes coming to work all the time. You know, if your company will about. allow it or you have the ability, bring them. Let them yeah. do little things. I mean, yeah. I was different because I probably shouldn't have been raising a, a dog, let alone two kids. So yeah. I treated them like how my family treated, you know, us, we, we, you know, there was no, we wanted everybody to feel like you could come to us without the problem, you know, feeling like you were going to go home to something worse. So I treated them like little brothers and, you know, did whatever. So you want that to help build the next generation. Yep. You know, I let my kid chain machines down. My kid since seven years old, been driving cars around open parking lots, basically. You know, that kid, uh, you know, let CPS find that one out. I'd be, in, yeah. I'd be in trouble. But, yeah, as a single father deal, you know, trying to work and all that, I've, I've had help with my family, my girlfriend, everything, you know. I'm not going to play it down like, a, you know, a single mom who works two jobs. Listen, type bottom of line thing. Is you got to support team. Everybody needs it. Yeah, Whether that's what you got to do. You got to do, bad, you know. You got to have a support team. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, and, and that's the same thing as being in business, you know, like you, uh, you know, obviously you went out on your own and you're doing your own trucking thing and, you know, you're going to have those people that are there to support you and help you out. And, and it goes hand in hand, you know, I mean, as much as trucking is, is trucking and it's maybe it's our job or our career, but it's not, it's a lifestyle. And, and, you know, it, it goes hand yeah. in hand, you know, it, it's really, it's 24 seven and, and we live, we eat, we breathe it and. And that's the good thing about, you know, back to the camaraderie of, of truck shows. You know, that's when you get downtime and that's, you know, going to your show and having your kids there moving trucks and parking trucks. And, you know, there's nothing better than that. I, and no. shit, as far as, you know, bringing your kids to work, those are some of the fondest memories I'll ever have in my life. Yeah. Yep. You know, I've seen almost every state with riding shotgun with my old man, you know, in, in cool ass trucks and, and, and just living the lifestyle, you know. Like, again, like I said, I'm a third-generation trucker. So, like, born in this shit, you know, as a kid, as a, a teenager, as an adult, and now as a, you know, a middle-aged man, you know, all aspects of it are, it's really a great thing as long as you really succumb to it and take it full, you know, full deep, full bore and, and go all into it. Yeah, some people had the generational things, you know. I know Robbie, his family was always in construction. He got into yeah. construction, you know. Yep. My family, you know, my mom was a nurse and I didn't meet my stepdad until later on in life, but he was a diesel mechanic and that's what got us into the trucking thing. And I didn't really take much of it serious, you know, but uh, it's, there is that type of difference. There's the guys who, you know, 
just took it on as a career, you know, because they didn't have much else to do and decided to be a trucker. Then there's those people, you know, who just are like, my dad's a trucker. I want to be a trucker. You know, my kid's going to be a trucker. That's what it is. And those are the guys that really actually care about this industry like you do right now. Care about this industry. Just like Robbie, you know, is, you know, he's going to care about his industry. That's what he grew up in. That's what it is. Those are the guys that take that little bit of extra, you know, and it's the grown up and going just sidestepping a little bit with, you know, how Luke said before, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm negative, but it's the thing is, is like, I grew up single mother raising three kids and we, you know, not saying it's a bad thing how my mom raised us, but it was, you know. What's Nobody gives way? a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Work harder. Right. You know? She would do her motherly duty, but yet was always giving us the attitude to give to people is nobody gives two shits about your problem. Work harder. Yeah. And yeah, I uh, think it's even, it's the tough New York way. It's probably in I other places. Say, it's, def- it's definitely yeah. that's definitely a New York way, and you know that and it's a street way. And I mean, shit, my mother was a union carpenter at local forty five in New York City. You know, my father was a a union roll-off driver when I was a young kid. So, you know, my my parents left at five in the morning and didn't get home until five at night. Yeah. You know, but that's, yeah. that's definitely what makes us who we are. Yeah, but that's the the problem with today. You know, they're well, they're I softer. It, I, I, I also, you know I don't want to sound like an old man complaining whatnot. Right, right. They're softer. Back in my day, I think they didn't get that. It, you know that that too. tough love that things. Let's give it, Robbie a chance. A lot I was of it. Say Robbie I just gave him the time. nod. Robbie a lot, of, a lot of it. Robbie's a different. I'm gonna go style, lower my breed. heat anyway. A lot a of it too breed. now. You know, you come from New York City, Queens, and, and Italian family. You know, yeah. you, you come off the boat and you're hardworking. You know, that's all you know. It's in your blood. Well, you know, it's it's funny too because like you know, even just touching on what you guys said a couple minutes ago about you know going to work with your dads and stuff. Like even with me, that pretty much I credit almost all that to bringing me where I am today. Because as a kid, you know. We weren't always in the construction business. It was we were in the home heating oil business first. That's what my dad did with my grandfather in the seventies. And it even went as far back as my family used to truck, they were in the coal business first. So they used to bring coal from Ohio to New York before they went into the heating business. So they kind of changed like three different times. They went from, you know, coal to oil to heat. So like I'm putting my family tree together now. So a lot of the stories that I heard, you know, you know, that's pretty much it was all it was all true. It wasn't a fucking fairy tale. So even with that, I end, I ended up, um, you know. You mean like coal for a barbecue? Like coal. Like they used to heat the house. Well, coal, coal was heating then. Yeah, it was heat in the city. <laughs> if, to fuck so like now, now it's funny because like I'll go to some houses and I'll do sidewalks and stuff. And once we break up the sidewalks, there's coal shoots on the sidewalk that they close up from back whenever. I mean, Junior Junior's knows because Junior's from Queens. But, uh, you know, even, even with that too, like uh, – yeah. It's just like, you know, how small this industry really is, because you just take this, for example, like when my grandfather died, which was my dad's father, you know, I, I posted it. It was a couple it was a it's got to be like almost 10 years now, you know, and come to find out that, you know, me and Nikki Large Car are like fucking second cousins. Like we had no idea, you know, it was right. it right. was, you know, and I it was like a guy that I saw all the time. I seen the last name. That's, you know, and I didn't really put two and two together until we actually found out that we were actually closer than what we were. So, you know, it's, it's interesting with stuff like that, but you know, I look at some of the memories of me going to work with my dad, like on days off at school, like I was like 10 or 11 years old. He threw me right on the oil truck. I was pulling the hose in the winter time. And you know, that's kind of like where now, um, I, I started, you know, you know, did you but look at it, your second cousin the way Lukey looks at his second cousins? No, no. They're different. He's from King of Prussia. It's almost, <laughs> yeah, like, it's almost West Virginia down there. Yeah, so it's pretty it close. It's not that bad down here. <laughs> he's Yo, okay. He's my second cousin. We got we to be a little bit. We got to be a little bit. I don't see the back of here. We got to be a little bit nicer to Luke. Someone left. Someone I seen left, him uh, from the back. It reminded me of my mama. I felt just like at home. Oh my! Someone left a, someone left a Q and A on the podcast, and they're like, "I'm gonna stop listening if you guys don't start being nicer to Luke." That's what we gotta watch now. That's we Chad. Chad. That's why we Chad. Chad. <laughs> we bit someone Bologna off. Yeah. Tell Tony Bologna to go eat a sandwich, Tony. 
You know, even with the truck show, talking about English Town, even like a lot of the guys that I met going to the shows and just with that, it connected like a lot of different things for me because most of the people that we went to the shows with, when we came back from the shows, like you had a different relationship with people. Like it was different. Like you were closer with somebody. Oh, Some yeah. of these people, like I still talk to oh, like the bonding, on the, the on the daily, like, like I remember like towards the end, like, you know, we would go with like Freddie from Zano. We'd go with like Mike Iacono, like citywide. And like everybody at one point when we all went to the show, like it was dude, like it was everybody. It was like pretty much like when we went from the Island, it was like everybody from the city in the Island. Then it was the Jersey guys, but it was such a good time. And I'm like, you know, my dad used to actually take me to the show when I was a kid. So I remember back, you know, some of his trucks used to go down, like the drivers would take him down. So this was like a thing that I was hoping to pass on to like my kids. And unfortunately like English town is not, you know, we're not doing it no more. Yeah. But, it's um, just, it's got to get a, a little, you know, a little CPR. And I, maybe, and I you think, know, I'm not acting like I'm going to be the one to do it, but maybe, no, but it's maybe, it, listen, maybe it takes, put the idea in the right yeah. person's head, you know? The other but thing is, too, is I, I think it's, miss, it's also people like looking down on the industry, too, because even with my dad, my dad had guys with him in the oil company that were with him for their whole career. You know, they had benefits, they had dental, they had eyeglass insurance, they had everything. And, you know, now the job is like looked down on like people made a career out of that. People were able to put kids through college with that. And like nothing has changed yeah. with that. It's just. The way that society looks down on blue collar trucking and construction, it's it's wrong. And I don't think that there's enough people that know enough about it and then just say, oh, he's a truck driver. Oh, he's just a construction worker. Oh, he's this. It's, you know, a, a lot of those jobs, like that's the shit that built America. And people fucking forget. They forget real quick. Okay, yeah. I got to cut I got to cut in here. But okay, so exactly to prove my to prove your point. So my wife has a friend, we're in the car and we're driving and, and this is when they, I first met her and she didn't know, like, she knew I was, a, she knew I had a truck, but she didn't know anything about the, the trucking industry. And we pull up on a truck and we look up and we're like, oh, that's blah, blah. You know, like, oh, that's Bobby driving, you know, well, that's Mike, look at Mike. And they're like, and she says to us with all seriousness, I didn't know like real people drove trucks, like, like, like people like you. And we yeah, said, well, who, that's who the problem with it. It's exactly. a personality thing. I said you this know. the other day. If you drive a truck with a PTO in it, usually you're a little bit fucking more normal than the guys that drive a fucking drive van. I, 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 <laughs> like, I mean, do you agree or not agree? Like, I mean, look, it's hard. It's not I mean, that hard to push a button. No, it's if, not. It's what I'm saying is like if you do a blue collar person. I, I yeah, but right. there's got to be somebody, you know, it's not just the people that, it, it, you know, to touch back onto Robbie's thing of, you know, people stayed into the job three or four years or a lifetime or whatnot. And now right. a lot of guys are just doing stints of six months, you know, and right. this and that or, right. you know, Who's unfortunately, sometimes truck? when you're first getting into the trucking, you got to eat shit and go drive yeah. for Swift for however long just to get that experience because nobody will touch you, you know, or, or go work for that shitty company that turns out guys left and right. But those are the, you know, the guys that have companies and are just treating it like a, a business. And going back to the other thing is it, it, one of the highlights for me at least was you would go to English town and there would be a fleet of 50 trucks from the same company, the owner standing inside of a tent, barbecuing with hanging out with his guys. Like they were equals hanging out with them. I, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, we called him Bobby Hillwick, his real name, Bobby Munville. I'm so yep. sorry Mulville, if I said it yeah. wrong. Cause I can't even pronounce Mulville. my own name, yep. but um, yeah, you know, the guy gave a shit, gave a shit. Absolutely. You know, is he, Izzy contracting would come out there. I'm, I'm, if it's not Izzy, they were heavy haul guys. You know, you see a, a row of 50 matching trucks, and it's just like, all right, you know, me at the younger version of that was just like, wow, these dickheads, you know, showed up and this. But then when you really think about it as an older guy, it's like, yeah, that, that boss said, all right, you know, we're going to do that's this thing. Day. We all yeah. go. That's your day. Go do this. We're going to hang right. out together, this, this, and that. Right. And, we're you know, break bread. it was – 
But that's yeah, that, that's what that's, I miss. Now it's like you get maybe one or two guys that actually give a shit and show up. And some you of know? them get paid for it. Some you know, guys yeah. I'll pay you to come out to the show. You know, you would you would hear from the guy, you know, oh, the show's on Saturday. Yeah, boss, you know, is going to give me half a day Friday and tell me to clean the truck the rest of the day. It's just like, and now that I'm older, I'm like, wow, you know, you miss those days. Now it's, oh, you tell tell the boss you want to go to a show on Saturday. It's like, all right, maybe I could give you off Saturday, you know, but you're going to work till midnight Friday night. Yeah, but, you, you know, know, it's the also, way you got to be in this industry to stay alive. I understand, but. There's, there's certain aspects of the industry, and from being on both sides, you have to look at, okay, so I, I've been out six, six years of my own business. I worked for a company, the green company with the Rose, for five years. And as much as they take care of their trucks and they're on top of keeping them clean and polished, it, that was their pride. And that's what he, you know, the owner enjoyed about it. But when it came down to going to the truck show, you know, it, it was never fulfilled that far. And it also goes hand in hand with, you know, how many, you know, he, he's not going to have a truck washer come and polish everything if you got 30 drivers and, and out of 30 drivers, two of them actually take pride in, are going to say, like, I yeah, want to drive a truck and too. go to a show. No, it's the driver's own fault, too. They, they you know, they, you know, it all got a $1,000 polish job. You know, last week, and then he, you know, he just drove straight through the mud pit. And then you, you have some guys that are sit there and come in on Saturday unpaid and come clean the truck and then right. take yeah, care of it all week. And, right. and the boss is just like, oh, nice, cool. Well, a lot okay. of that too. A lot of that get out too there and go make me money. Guys, they turn around and they'll say, "Well, it's not my truck. Why do I care?" Like even even with me, like in anything that I that's did, that's not my job. I always have a bucket of just basic cleaning supply shit because you get in a machine, yo, I, I always blow it out. The glass is dirty at night. You can't yep. fucking see. So it's just that. like little things like that, that go a long way. Like even with like, you know, with, you know, with like a lot of my equipment, I have the guy come fucking like, if we're using it, I'll have him come like once a fucking every two weeks, clean the shit, do it. But at the same time, like if I'm giving it to you in this condition, I expect it to you keep it in this condition because you have downtime. You can clean like the fucking windows. That's all we you know what I'm for. saying? Yeah. And, and and I think a lot of that and it's it it died. <clears throat> I think now it's everybody's like, well fuck it. I'm only getting this. I'm only getting that. And it's a bigger problem it's than just the a grand piece of equipment. Things, I don't care. But you look at it at like where the world is today and you say to yourself, like all right, like well this is why things are the way they are. Just basic shit. Nobody takes care of anymore. Yep. You know, like it, it's it's fucking crazy. You know, how many people and I, don't I know get how to it. fucking people are jump like, cars it's... and batteries and and fucking change tires, bro. It's like that was basic shit. <laughs> or you can get an oil change. Yeah, right. It, it's people basic shit. Oil changes, like <laughs> like uh... why you need to change the oil? I, I yeah, just wow, add more as it leaks out. You know, yeah. yeah it, when they it, run it's a recycling. Fucking... 11 it, it gallons, yeah, 11 gallons of oil. You pull fucking five gallons out of it. But, Why is it um, you know, these like guys are yeah. at a fucking trap house. They are, they are just, you know, it's, it's not my truck. I don't care this, this and that, but it's something that you're stuck in every single day. Yeah. Ask the office people, ask the office people. If you know, they don't own that desk, they don't own that cubicle. They don't own whatever. But you know what? It's something you're stuck inside of for well, 10, see, 12 here, more hours. Here's the thing. Like and wait, it's also your presentation, you know? Well, it's one, definitely taking pride in your ride and taking pride in what you do. It's your job. But like you're saying, like, okay, so if if an office person spilt a cup of coffee on the desk, are they not going to clean it up? Right. Exactly. Right, right. You know, it's, right. It, why are you throwing the garbage on the floor and leaving it there? It's right. the same thing. Do clean, they, do they you know? Clean it. I, I I'm not going to act like I'm perfect. There's been times when the truck was dirty as hell. We all get tired and stuff. And it, But it, you know what happens is when you go to go clean it and it's been a month and you go to clean it and all of a sudden stuff's not coming off and this and that. And, yeah. and it gets kind of annoying. And we know winter sucks. You don't want to do it. But even a quick power washing of stuff just to get yeah. the what you can without brushing it or whatnot. It's it's. It's just you a know. presentation of self. Even if you're driving a shit box, if you try and keep it clean, it's one thing. You never know if one day, you know, your boss got a, a, a big check from Joe Biden for something and, and was going to go buy trucks. And he's like, well, I'm going to give one to, to, to Johnny over here because he, he takes care of that shit box. 
You know, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna think about it. He's not gonna go give it to Luki who who throws his spit cup on the ground. Just, all yeah. right. The other the other thing is have a bad habit with water bottles. No, that. <laughs> The other, the other, the other thing with I, this too I is I tried the I, nice trash, trash can in the truck and all that stuff, but then I, you know, I went back to my old ways of throwing the garbage on the passenger side floor. That you know, and then uh, slowly throwing it on the interstate. I always, I always, <laughs> Go ahead, Robbie. I always had. I feel this like Rob's saying something, but it's not coming. Out. It, um, you know, just a little bit each day goes a long way. Just cleaning. Just brushing the cab out, wiping something down. Yeah. Yep. It's very easy to maintain if you yep. have a system and you do a little bit each day. Then waiting for it to now, all right, it's been two months. The winter, it fucking snowed. There's salt all over the fucking truck. Now I got to vacuum it out, fucking get, you know, rags and wipe the shit down. So just a little bit of the maintenance goes all day. Like I, I take pride is like this, and I'm not going to take the fucking fame for this. There is one guy in the union that's got a cleaner machine than I do. And this guy is fucking on top of it. He's fucking, he will not drive over a fucking mat of asphalt. He won't go over fucking tack coat, nothing. But he cleans the machine like every night he's hosing it down. And he's, you know, it it shows. So I had to go fill in for him for a little while. And he called me. The guy actually called me to tell me thank you that I took care of the machine like he took care of it. And all I did was I just would hose it down every night. I brushed the cab out, you know, keep the windows clean. If I spilled fucking coffee, Respect. I'd clean it. And you respect you know, his especially machine. if you're using somebody else's that thing. Yeah, exactly. you know, because so we'll come in. That's that it. was one right. thing when you're sharing a truck. It's I horrible. would fucking hate, man. Right. You knew where what this, this, and that because right. you know you could do it if subconsciously, grab for something and this right. and that. Right. And then somebody drives it one night and all of a sudden you're deleted from the with. Bluetooth. You're this, you're that, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. your fucking shit is all gone. And sure. he went home with your window cleaner and all these other things. <laughs> but what Robbie said reminded me, Mr. Jerry Two-Tone, you guys don't know. He's uh, he, he's a good guy. He brought Jerry's up the cool. whole thing because I was like, ah, oh, you know, I want to clean the truck, but it's going to rain this week. And he said to me, you know, if, I, I know you're, if you're just going to get dirty tomorrow, are you going to wash your ass today? Yeah. Yep. If you're going to shit tomorrow, you're going to wash your ass today anyway, or are you just not going to do it because you're going to shit tomorrow? Yeah. You know? That's Jerry. You know, just Absolutely. do it. Whatever. Absolutely. I got running salt. I would fucking come back. I would, hit, I would, you know, go into the office and do my paperwork and have dinner. And before I left again, I would wash the truck. Like, what are you washing the truck for? You go back to the salt line. It's like that. Who knows? Maybe Robbie will be in his pickup truck and, you know, he'll be on the expressway in Queens ready to take some pictures or videos or, right, you know, right. maybe oh, yeah. in South Seattle will be on. It's always when I get caught up. in photos is when the truck's destroyed. Of course. That's why it's you always. It's not fresh <laughs> polish or nothing. Actually, no, when I got towed at the GW, I had just polished the truck. They made great roller video. That was the one time. Hey, officer, can I record this? Oh, my God. So, oh my god! Yeah, no, I, I will say I'm glad we had Mister Mister Mister. I guess I just call you Junior. You know, Junior's grand. I yeah. I, I call him his name John. We used to always joke he would love that people. You know, yeah. hey Mister Junior John. And nobody really <laughs> knew that his name was just John. I've been asked many times. Is your last your name name's Junior? Your name's John your, or Junior? Your first name's Junior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But hey, we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna see the how mysterious. it gets. We're gonna get this thing going. We gotta just keep keep everybody on their toes. Junior came in. We were able to touch on extra things. He he definitely you know breathe some light into us over here. Absolutely, you know, gonna, I support you guys hundred percent. I like what you got going. I think that you guys got sky's the limit. You know, it's just really about staying on top it of is, it. it. And just getting the, you know, getting the people down, get, get these people to listen. That, yeah. You know, yeah, like he said, you know, there wasn't much in as far as this type of thing. You know, we no, got, no, you know, and you there, there's a, a few, spot. It needs it. I don't know about podcast or whatnot. Long Island needs it, man. <clears throat> you know, I've been saying it for a long time and, you know, you guys got a, a good group of people that, that'll listen. And I think that, you know, you got a lot of people that are <laughs> definitely throw some wrenches into your, into your podcast, like Mr. Tony Baloney himself. <laughs> um, but you guys got a great thing coming. I think that your show has a lot of a, a lot of things that I love about it. I wish that I could make it back for it. 
Um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's a little too close to other dates, you know. Um, but I, you know, I would if if it happens in the fall or something like that, we got a, a bigger one, you know. I'll definitely I'll I'll be there, and you can mark me on the you can mark me on the list. I'll come out. Yeah, we'll Wait, see how real, it goes. Real quick, real quick. Uh, speaking to Tony, he told me that you're the reason he got his truck. Yeah, see, he gave you like a again, big shout out, dude. He's like that guy's a great I, guy, and he hooked again, me up with I, a I'm deal. A very, just like just like Mike and, and and myself and a lot of other people that are in this in this game, you know, we're very humble people. Like you know, even people coming up to Mike and saying things like that. I've had I've had that many times, and 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 I'm proud to say it because you know what? If if me being who I am is enlightening people to better themselves or or you know get into a career that changes their lives or anything I can do to help someone and to better their lives, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm this all is... about positivity and the vibes, you know? I mean, we only got one life to live. I lost a lot of people in this industry, but a lot of people in this industry have made it and made it what it is for me, and, and I want to make it for the next person. Tony's a great kid, you know? I mean, I, I'm not going to, you know... I we'll feel like half that. of that I was listening to song lyrics. Got Shit. one life to live. <laughs> come on, Wait, sing it, sing it. Come on, Mister Karaoke. Yeah, you know, you know. You know, but before we cut out, I do want to give a shout out to Brunt Boots. Been working with them for a while. Oh shit! We're we're in a little talky talks. So, okay. but you know, they keep fresh fresh kicks on my feet. You I'm know, feet. they are now. You know, not just shipping them to your door, but they're in stores. I didn't even oh. mean for that to rhyme. Shout out to those boys doing big things over there. Um, catch them out on their website, brumpboots.com. Uh, you can type in LBLL, low bed, low life, LBLL10. Get 10% off your order. And ooh, order, order. Ooh, sound like I'm from Boston. Boston. Yeah. 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 I use those boots. I use those boots to kick in your fucking door. I don't. I just want to give a but, shout out. We uh we actually lost know. somebody last night in the towing world. Uh, in Long Island, was very involved with uh, a lot of the tow trucks for families and the charities. So, uh, Derek Derek Eddy, he used to drive. I think he was the last company he's worked for with Sands Point Auto Body. So I just want to give a shout out to him because uh he did put a lot of stuff together for a lot of uh you know convoys and stuff when people were in the hospital with COVID and sick like that. So I do want that to be recognized um, before we go. It's good, dude. Uh, yep absolutely but uh as we're talking about losing people i want to give a shout out to all the followers i've lost because i drive a volvo now even though it's temporarily (laughs) i I can't believe it but it's it's amazing so you know you know don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out or whatever we all know what my motto is let the haters hate baby you know let them hate you're not doing enough you got anything to say, Luki? Is there any discounts at Wegmans this week? Uh, I just want to, yeah, like, I don't know. I appreciate being new to the industry compared to you guys. And, you know, you guys kind of looking out. It means a lot. Um, you know, like I said, it just a lot of guys, a lot of, a lot of people in a lot of industries. Like, I guess if you work with them, shut up, Mike. If you work with them locally, they, they don't really give a fuck about you. I don't really know, but I do appreciate you guys, and just means a lot, you know. You got to yeah. watch out with Luke. He'll 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 make this a three hour podcast. I because I think we should Joe Rogan this shit. <laughs> I a, think I think, and I want you guys to comment or whatever. I we need a round table. I want to get <laughs> the people I have, like Junior, you know. Big characters. I want to have a whole sit down. I don't care if I'm gonna go to fucking Peter Luga's and bring in some steaks or something. But let us know your comments, whatever. You know, get get them get them in, and we're gonna try and get a big big roundtable discussion. Get a get the right uh, equipment that we need, and we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna be a shit show. I don't care if we got to be drinking beers and everything. But this needs to go in person. If you want to see us all in person, let us know. You know, and, uh, you know, as far as stay out of my DMs with where's the blue truck. Go fuck yourself. 
I don't know. <laughs> the cops took it and never came back. Yes, I don't know. In my Listen, country, in my country, you drive truck. In my country, you drive truck. You don't have problems like this. Yes, what is license plates? You're, you're a hard worker. You deserve to be out on your own. Been yeah, you that it had time. to be yeah. done. It was already in the works. You know, I, it was, had things in the works, and uh, it, it just had to be done. And I didn't get to choose when I got to do it, but... Wow. Everything it, happens it, for a reason. We're, we're here. We're here. We're swimming in the worst time of the year to be yeah. trying to do it, but getting well, it done. Never, it's never, you know, ever Even if I do one move a day, just got to stay alive. Oh, you got to just do it. It's never you know, a good time. We gotta, we're going to do it just like Robbie with his hat. I like agree, Boogie Nights. I agree, Rob. 100%. Yeah, stay right. alive. It's, it's never uh, a good time to open a business. So I if agree. you want to do it, and I, uh, you got to just go for yeah. it. That's it. That's the best way to do, do it because there's always going to be something standing in your way. Just, just get your rollerblades on, roll go. down that hill straight into the wall, and see what happens. So, but yeah, thanks for All listening, right. everybody. Thank you guys for having me out. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for coming on. I had a great time, man. Absolutely. So yeah, we'll. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. It was a good time. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on. It was good. I think this worked out good. And, hey Rob. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, our junior. Yes, dear. You send me up some nice barbecue. I'll send you down some sausage peppers. <laughs> Why don't you guys get on a plane? I'm out here. I think it's uh, May 30th, right at Texas Motor Speedway. They're gonna have Super Rigs. It's the best, one of the best shows in the country. The top of the top elite trucks. I mean, these are these are the builds, full front to back. It's right up the street from my house. I got a spare bedroom. I got the little fish air mattress mic that you can sleep on. So that way, when you yeah, I got the well, call. You, you got to watch out. You got to watch out. Luke might overstay his stay. You know. I listen. I got a walk-in closet that is perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the same. I mean, Luke's I don't gonna got be the screaming. Squat is right. I'm same, staying. Same size as my studio, <laughs> cousin. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, Thank you know, no problem. You guys come out and visit. We'll go to the show. We'll have a good time. But thank you, everybody, for All listening. All right. Take Thought us out of here, time. Robert. All right. We'll see you next week for episode number five. Full prison merch coming soon.